What's up, guys? It's NFL Week 6, and we're taking a look at DraftKings. We're going to go through the salaries. We're going to go through all the positions. We're going to give you your DraftKings NFL Week 6 first look. My name is Kevin Allen, a.k.a. The Geek from DFS Army. And, of course, we got a bunch of things to look at before we can really dive in here. First, I want to congratulate some of the new DFS Army Wall of Champions inductees. More showdown domination. It's just been ridiculous. The Domination Station Optimizer has been just the best tool in the game for taking down showdowns, as you can see. Vita6129, another takedown, uh, 12K winner. This was obviously tied with a bunch of other people, but that was the big contest. You got the DFS Army Accountant here. DFSA Accountant, love the name, taking down a FanDuel showdown as well on Monday night. So really, really nice fresh wins here. Um, Tomas Die as well, taking down a showdown, just three lineups, it looks like here. So really, really good job. Of course, the smaller contest and, and even a little college football showdown action for Team Bruce. So congrats to all of the new Wall of Champion inductees for NFL Week 5. But we got to move on. It's Week 6. There's some injuries to account for. Uh, Justin Jefferson could be out for a while. Devon Achan could be out for a while. And looks like James Conner as well and we'll get into any other injuries that popped up but those are the big ones james connor as well for arizona could be out for a bit so some injuries to account for and let's take a look at the games for nfl week six and we'll get some totals some over-unders and talk about which games we might want to target this week so Right off the bat, you've got uh, the Commanders at the Falcons here, 42-point total. Close close spread here. You know, I, I, nothing really stands out to me other than, you know, both running backs, Brian Robinson and and um, Bijan Robinson, the B-Robs, are, are going to be in play, I think, for this one. Sam Howell had a good week last week. Can he keep it going? I don't know, but that's about it for that one. Vikings at the Bears. I'm almost surprised at the low total here, 44. I like what the Bears' offense is doing right now. It seems like Fields is getting back. A little bit of that um, zing from last year. So I'm interested in this game quite a bit. With Justin Jefferson out, I'm going to be interested in Addison and KJ Osborne as well. At the wide receiver position, of course, TJ Hawkinson, probably a really good play as well. So I think there's a lot of pieces from this game that we are going to be using this week, even though that 44-point total doesn't blow me out of the water. Um, Seahawks at the Bengals, 45.5-point total. This one stands out as well. We go right back to Joe Burrow. Healthy Joe Burrow, it seemed like from last week. We got the sort of finally saw the uh, Joe Burrow that we're used to seeing last week. So going right back to that with T. Higgins out, Jamar Chase going to be a great spot um, this week and every week without T. Higgins. Tyler Boyd in there as well. And for the Seahawks, we'll have to take. Well, we'll have to see if we're. I uh, have much interest there. Uh, Kenny Walker is is always going to be of interest, but those wide receivers, I'm not sure about. A few too many of them. 49ers at the Browns, 37 half point, horrific game total. Even the team total for the 49ers is really low here. Browns defense is really good. Their offense is kind of mediocre. And this game does not stand out outside of 49ers defense to me as something I want to mess with. Saints at the Texans. Um, you know, the Texans look like they might have gotten some wide receiver injuries. So really need to see what's going on there with both Collins and Tank Dell. Uh, you know, I think the Texans might be in a little bit of trouble in this game. If uh, if all of their useful wide receivers are hurt, so we got to pay attention to that. Uh, and the 
Saints side, Camara and and everybody on the Saints is somewhat relevant. But Camara's probably Camara and Saints defense are probably the areas I'd be looking at in this game. Colts at the Jaguars. Jaguars with a pretty high team total here, twenty five. I, I like it. I wasn't really thinking about the Jaguars as a team I wanted to get involved with. Of course, the Jaguars coming off all, coming off those wins in London. I think they have a distinct advantage, especially when they are sort of the London team at this point, and they 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 have two weeks in a row in London. That's really helpful for them. So I'm not sure that momentum will continue here, but certainly Travis Etienne and and all of the Jaguars pieces are at least going to be in the player pool this week. Um, the Colts lost Richardson for a little while. So we're going to get Godner Minshew season. We'll see how that goes. But normally that means good things for the pass catchers um, like Josh Downs and potentially Michael Pittman. So we'll pay attention to them a little bit as well. Dolphins at home taking on the Panthers. A beating game, a beating game for the uh, another game where the Dolphins are just going to whoop on an opponent offensively. Dolphins lose uh, Devon Achan for a little bit, meaning Mostert is going to be a really popular and probably a very, very good play on this one. Um, on the Panthers side, that really the only player that's been standing out is Adam Thielen. Maybe it's start time to believe, but I tend not to want to chase that in particular. Um, Patriots at the Raiders. Patriots is playing terrible now. Nothing really stands out. This 41 and a half point total is pretty gross. Uh, Lions at the Bucks, the Bucks passing game might be of interest here. We'll see if, 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 if God, if Evans isn't back, I think Godwin is probably somebody that I'll have some interest in. Maybe some secondary interest in uh, Trey Palmer, that backup wide receiver, or the number three wide receiver for the Bucks. Maybe as mild interest in Rashad White as well. Although actually, um, Detroit's been very good defensively this season, so I'm not sure how much of their defense I want to be attacking. And for the Lions, same thing. We have to check the injuries and all of that. You know, Jameer Gibbs was out last week. Amon Ra was out last week. So need to really pay attention to that. Really tough to make a lot of calls on the Lions right now with all those mysteries. Um, the, you know, effectively the highest game total. Uh, this, one's, this one ties for the highest game total of the week. Uh, Cardinals at the Rams. Rams are tough to play right now um, as far as their wide receivers because Puka and... Cooper Cup are just priced up so high. It's impossible for both of them to return value against their inflated salaries. But I do like both of those guys effectively. If salary wasn't considered in this game, it's a very, very good matchup for the Rams. But I think the player that I want to focus most here on the Rams side is probably Kyron Williams. He's getting all the touches and, you know, Arizona is very vulnerable uh, to the run. And of course, on the Arizona side, I'm not sure this is, you know, we chased Dobbs last week. It didn't really work out. So um, can we go back to it? Probably, but let's see if that's necessary in a week like this. And finally, Eagles at the Jets. Jets looking to get a beating from the Eagles. Nasty defense. Eagles defense going to be in play for me here. And, and you know, Jalen Hurts is always somebody that I have interest in. But for the most part, this isn't going to be a game I'm going to look to target very heavily. All right. Let's move on to the first look lineup. And I've got DraftKings loaded up over here. And we're going to go position by position, just talk it through, figure out who our QB will be and so on and so forth. We'll build an actual first look lineup. But the purpose of this exercise is much more to talk through the player, uh, go through each position group and see kind of what stands out for NFL week six and where we're going to go. So let's get right into it at the quarterback position. And starting at the top, of course, 
Yeah, Jalen Hurts averaging 24 fantasy points per game on the season. You know, against a Jets team, that's pretty good defensively, but that shouldn't affect a player like Hurts. He should have his way here. I'm not sure that paying all the way up here is something I want to do. Certainly not something I'm going to do for the first look lineup, but Hurts will be in the mix. Um, Hurts was, I think, my best quarterback of my entire player pool last week uh, in week five, just because of how it worked out. I didn't have Burrow, and that, of course, came back to burn me. We won't make that mistake again. Um, Tua. Yeah, again, non-competitive game environment for Tua. Let's see what he did last week in a non-competitive game environment. Yeah, he got you 21, so he had a nice game, and it was fine and and whatever. But he didn't win you any tournaments. So same situation this week, non-competitive game environment. Could he smash? Of course. Will he? You know, depends on, you know, if the running backs take the touchdowns. I think Miami will score a bunch of times. So Tua is certainly, you know, in the mix. Justin Fields, I really like at home against this sort of weakened Vikings opponent with no Justin Jefferson. I like the spot. Justin Fields is in fuego the past couple of weeks. We've been all over it. All over it. So now we get another opportunity and another home matchup against a mediocre defense. I'm plugging in Justin Fields into this lineup. But that being said, there are other quarterbacks that I'm very interested. So we'll continue to talk through them. Um, Trevor Lawrence at home against the Colts. Yes. I mean, he'll be in my mix for tournaments for sure. I like the spot. Um, cousins, the other side of this game, I like fields better than cousins in the spot, especially with cousins lacking some playmakers. So I'm going to take the running quarterback at home, but cousins is the favored quarterback in this matchup. So if you wanted to swing that way. I don't mind it. Um, Cousins is an easier stack this week. You don't have to worry about Justin Jefferson. So just be Addison, Osborne, and or TJ Hawkinson. But I don't really think we need to go there. Now, another spot I like a lot. And if it wasn't going to be Fields, it was going to be Burrow. Burrow's back. Back again. Burrow's back. Tell your friends. he he um Burrow's back as of last week. Moving around. Seems like he's getting over the calf injury. Maybe it wasn't the calf injury. Who knows? But it seems like he's getting over the calf injury. He's back to his healthy self. And he absolutely um, had a smash week last week uh, against his salary. And I think we can, I mean, 27 points, actually not a smash, but it was really good last week relative to the salary. More importantly, um, stacking him with Jamar Chase was the nuts stack last week. I think more of the same. I'm not sure if T. Higgins will be back here or not. If he's not, then I think we could just burrow to chase it all day and have no issues there. You know, Stafford at home. I don't really see Stafford putting up tournament winning scores. He hasn't done it. Um, he gets high ownership. It's kind of weird. So we'll see what we do with Stafford. It's hard to stack him. Like I said, the stacks are very, very expensive. Stroud's been very good this year, but um, with the with the wide receivers hurt, I'm not sure I want to go there. Watson, no. Gino, G, no, not really interested in that. Brock Purdy, tough matchup. So, I mean, for the most part, I think that covers most of it outside of these sort of GPP only spots. Maybe a Godner Minshew at 5K. Um, let's see what Godner Minshew did in his last start. Yeah, it wasn't that good. So, you know, it's been a while since you got a game out of Godner that you needed to have, but this is not a bad spot for him. I just don't know if it's going to happen. So, you know, if I need to take a shot on a cheapie, Maybe I'll take a shot there. I think Des Ritter had a smash game last week. I don't trust him to do it again this week or ever. But, you know, it's a reminder. I think it's just a reminder 
that any quarterback can put up at like a 30. And if a quarterback who is in the 5K range does it, they're probably going to help you win a tournament if you have them in your lineup. So it's something to keep in mind. All right, so we're going to start this lineup off with Justin Fields, and I'm going to jump over to defense and see about what the cheapest viable that we can see that maybe find is or looks like, and then go from there. So Panthers, no Browns. Browns are a good defensive team, but this is a brutal matchup against San Francisco. I don't like it. Um, Bucks again, pretty good actual real life defense. This is not a bad spot. This might be one way to go this week. Uh, Cardinals on the road at the Rams, acceptable. Uh, Bears at home against the Vikings. Eh. Patriots have been terrible, but anytime the Raiders play, you want to play opposing defenses. So I'm seeing a couple of these pay down options that don't look all that bad to me. Um, I'd like a home team, but let's see, Cincinnati. Play Minnesota at Chicago, even in a Fields lineup, doesn't matter. Atlanta would be in play. Let's look at the best defenses. I think the best play on maybe the Eagles here, uh, paying all the way up, but um, I don't plan to pay all the way up, so that doesn't really matter. So for the purpose of this lineup, let's just plug in the Bucks. They're not this great team, but they're a good defense. They're at home, and um, I think it's worth a shot. All right, running back. Let's start at the top of the running back position and work our way down. We'll talk through a lot of these spots. And, of course, Christian McCaffrey, for as long as Eli Mitchell has been out, Christian McCaffrey is certainly worth playing. He's averaging almost 30 fantasy points per game. It's crazy, but 9,500, 9, 18, 27, 36, 40 fantasy points to hurt us. So against the Browns, no. All right, Montgomery with a full workload against Tampa. I think that's fine. Anytime Montgomery's getting a full workload, he was core play for me last week. Him and Brees Hall and Devon A. Chan were the highest owned, my highest owned running backs, and they all smashed. Um, apparently, again, I, I I found out via Twitter that all of the, I guess, I don't know what we call them, but the non-watch football optimizer bros uh, or whatever, other people were playing Ramondre Stevenson, uh, you know, Mixon, and they, they loaded up on, Players that I, I just thought were dust, you know, Ramondre was chalk again. Um, Kamara in a, in a in a rough matchup, I would I would have thought was super chalky. So we were on a different group. We were on Montgomery. We we're on Devon HN, and everybody said, "Oh, you're stupid for going on HN." All right, well, I watched the games and I saw what the kids doing. HN's going to be out. We'll, we'll talk about Mostert, and he's going to be somebody who can be all over. But we were, of course, all over David Montgomery as well. Good chalk last week. As a matter, he should have done better. He should have had an even bigger game. Um, you had Goff, you know, stealing goal line uh, touchdowns, which he rarely does. So that game could have been even bigger for Montgomery. And I think go right back to Montgomery here in the spot. Bijan in a plus matchup. Um, didn't quite do it last week for us, but, you know, he's going to have more good games than not. We still haven't seen the ceiling out of Bijan, but it was nice for him to get the touchdown at least. But it was a rough one. For Bijan uh, last week. Doesn't matter though. We're going to go right back to that. Travis Etienne getting significant volume. If we think the Jaguars are going to win this game, I think a lot of that is going to be Travis Etienne doing some work. So he's certainly in play at 7,100. Jacobs here against New England is a good play as well. Kamara at 6,800. I really like the Kamara spot um, here. Uh, 6,800. Kamara continues to get 
um, you know, targets and touches, 25 touches last week. Uh, you know, didn't smash on the scoreboard, but who would have expected him to against the Patriots, right? Even in an absolute crush game, Kamara, you know, the Patriots, good defense, run defense, and, you know, Kamara did what he did. A lot of it was Saints defense doing the work, but Kamara could have had a much bigger game last week if he just would have been a bigger part of the touchdowns being scored in that game. The volume was there, and that's all we really, really need to focus on. Um, Kenny Walker's been pretty good. He's fine. Jonathan Taylor, not quite there yet. But here's the zone I want to focus on a little bit at running back, and there are two names that I'm really interested in. First is Kyron Williams. Um, we all forgot about Kyron Williams because he had a very um, difficult matchup last week against the Eagles. You're not going to run well against the Eagles most of the time. But before that, he got you know 29 touches. He's just getting all the touches for his team in wins. And I really like that 14 here, here um, 10 targets in week two. So Kyron is just a major part of this team's offense right now. And I'm, I'm here for it. The other one that we have to load up on is Raheem Mostert. He will be supreme chalk this week. It's going to be hard to think about a lot of people. So the decision with Mostert for tournaments this week is really going to be, can you fade him? And how much should you play versus how much shouldn't you? Because um, Mostert is going to be the highest owned probably player on this entire slate. As of right now, that is my guess um, early in the week. So no HN means all that work will go to the Rocket Man, double 10 attempts to 20 attempts, double two to four or five targets. They won't need that much out of Mostert in this game. That's a concern. And, and maybe some really sharp players will mess with Salvin Ahmed as the backup where like maybe Salvin will come in late in the game and just absolutely torch. So I'm actually interested in what his salary is at 4,500. I actually might have some Salvin Ahmed here in tournaments. So let's keep that in mind. Guys, if you're enjoying this content, by the way, do me a favor while you're watching, hit that like button. Make sure you're subscribed to the DFS Army YouTube channel. We, we have video content coming out all week that you guys uh, have been so generously supporting and, and I appreciate that. So just hit that like button, give a share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And if you're not signed up at DFS Army, get in there, get signed up. I'm actually going to show you something real quick here. DFS Army has a free month offer. So a lot of you guys told me, oh, I don't like to pay for, you know, information or the optimizer or, or the, the core plays that we give out each week, which you don't see here on the YouTube channel. Um, the projections, the ownership projections, you don't only see it here in the YouTube channel and the domination station. If you want a free month of DFS Army, you click on free month right there. And we have these offers. And effectively, if you sign up with any of our partners, any of our partners, you will get a free month of DFS Army VIP. That's a, a an $80 subscription you get it free so you just sign up at prize picks use code dfs army don't give us the 80 dollars. make a 50 dollar deposit they'll match it you'll have a hundred dollars in your prize picks account we also have the most incredible prize picks tools in the industry called the proptimizer so you get that as part of your dfs army membership same with sleeper if you don't have a paid account at sleeper just go on make a deposit use code dfs army they'll match your deposit up to 100 bucks. So you put in 100, they'll give you 200 to play with, and you'll get a free month of DFS Army where we have tools to attack these sites, works with Jock Market, Sleeper, whatever it is. When you do it, follow the instructions here. You're going to email us, support at DFS Army, let us know you did it, and we will get you a free month of DFS Army. It's that simple. I don't want your money. We want you to check it out. We want you to check it out free. You can When you sign up for these sites, make whatever deposit you want, you can play that money through. We don't get it. 
So get signed up at the DFS Army, promo code GEEK, or do the free month offer right there and get a free month of DFS Army VIP membership. You will get all of our tools, uh, our Discord, where all the action happens, our community, the Domination Station Optimizer, the ownerships, all of the things we do here at DFS Army behind the scenes that allow average Joes to compete like DFS pros. There is no place like it. There is no other site like DFS Army. I promise you this. I know them all. So get signed up right away. All right. Moving on. We're still talking through the running backs for NFL Week 6. And, you know, the two that I'm plugging in here, and I think these guys are the best plays this week, Kyron Williams and Raheem Mostert as of now. But I want to talk through some other spots here. It's just relevant guys. Certainly Joe Mixon, for example, he's in play. Zach Moss had the, the game of a lifetime last week, which is crazy considering that Jonathan Taylor came back. But Taylor is back, and I am not chasing. So I'm just not going to play Moss. I, I don't think that that can repeat itself. But it was very, very impressive last week. Um, DeAndre Swift against the Jets. You know, Jets have been surprisingly not that good against the run this season. So Swift is playable. He's somebody I had quite a bit of exposure to last week. And he had a great game. It just didn't result in a touchdown. So you didn't really see it. But, you know, six targets, six receptions, 17 carries. Swift is the workhorse. He is the lead back for the um, Eagles. That is a big deal on a great role on a team with tons and tons of scoring equity, touchdown equity. So I love that spot. Um, let's see here. Brian Robinson, I think he's actually playable here against uh, the Falcons. Brian Robinson's been really good. He's getting a ton of volume most weeks. Um, not when they're getting blown out like last week, but he tends to get really good volume. He's in the game in on the goal line, so he's most likely to get touchdowns. I don't care that Washington, uh, that Atlanta defense is really good against running backs. I think Brian Robinson is somebody I'm interested in. Uh, Madison against Chicago, got to be interested in him. Uh, he hasn't been you know, a must have, or he hasn't had that good game yet this season, but he's priced down and he's in a great matchup kind of similar. I would say for Rashad white, I don't love white here um, in terms of Detroit's defense being really good against the running back, but it is a guy who's getting a lot of touches. So white more of a volume play um, Ramondre. I don't know what else to say about him, but meh right now Ramondre is just not getting it done. Um, optimizers or, you know, poor projection models might still, really like him in this spot, but we know better. That's why we're apparently brain players, right? Um, Ford also, I mean, no, right? Not playing that. Uh, Damian Pierce hasn't really been doing it. Not really super excited. I do want to mention um, Imari DiMarcado. It's not a good matchup for him, but it does look like he will be the guy to replace James Conner. I don't like the price. I don't need to pay 4900 for some backup when I can get real starters who are good for not that much more. So it's not a spot I look to load up, but he did look good in limited action last week for whatever that's worth. All right. Let's see. We've got our defense. We've got our running backs picked out. Let's jump over to tight end, and then we will finish up with the wide receiver position. Um, at the top of the tight end group, rightfully so, is TJ Hawkinson. I love Hawkinson here. Um, with no Justin Jefferson, it's likely that Hawkinson will be leaned on heavily. He got eight targets last week. It could have been a big day for him. A lot of stuff was short stuff. And I think Kansas City, I think we got to acknowledge Kansas City's defense is a little bit better than maybe originally thought. 
Hawkinson is in the mix. He's the most expensive tight end on this slate, but he's most definitely in the mix. Last last week, we were very high on Sam Laporta when with the injury information for the Lions, and Laporta actually did it on fairly low volume, so got a little lucky here. I feel this was a little lucky, two touchdowns. Again, just a lucky break. I had a lot of Laporta, and you know that led to some tournament wins for some people. So um, again, dodge the bullet, but I think this week his volume might spike a little bit as well. So, um, I'm, you know, I'm interested there, uh, big week for Kittle last week, but you know, those just come every once in a while, big week for Goddard. It was a good week for tight ends. And it's funny because in my breakdowns last week, I said, this is the first week where I'm not going to limit tight end or running back in the flex. The running backs were too good. And, and I liked a lot of different tight ends and that was extremely successful. So if you watched a lot of the content that we did last week, um, the, the, uh, tournament tactics show on Friday. And of course the, uh, discussion uh the the millie maker show with burns on thursday we really were emphasizing that you could play tight end and running back in the flex last week and that just that just worked like some of the best lineups were double tight end goddard was another one that smashed cole Komet makes some sense here with fields i kind of want to go with hawkinson as sort of a comeback on fields in this particular lineup but i i also really like um pairing up cole Komet with justin fields so We'll reserve commit in case we need a cheapie or to change this up later if we if we need more salary. Um, I don't see playing like commit without fields, but I could see Hawkinson as a standalone play. Going through the rest of the tight end position, let's see if there's anybody else who pops. Maybe Dalton Schultz with all those injuries to the um, wide receivers for Houston. I think Dalton Schultz, who had a nice week last week, 10 targets, maybe that's the way to go. I think this is probably how I'm going to go in my generic build where I'll just go down to Schultz. It's hard to like Ertz. He's so, you know, he's so volatile. He scored a touchdown last week to save you this week. He could see 10 targets, really tough to trust him. Logan Thomas absolutely crushed it last week. He's playable as well. So there, this is a nice little area down here. Like Logan Thomas, of course, coming off a monster game, 11 targets, nine receptions. And when he's been healthy, he's just been pretty good, but he's just rarely healthy. So he does get hurt a lot. You gotta be careful and be aware of the in-game injury when it comes to Logan Thomas. Jonah Smith, um, you know, tight ends for Atlanta had a good week last week. Uh, Tyler Conklin, I don't really like the Jets at all this week against the Eagles, so I'll probably stay away from Conklin. Although he paid off for us last week. He was my, I think he was the tight end I used on the first look, and it worked out pretty well for Conklin last week. Um, you know, I got you 10, and you might be like, well, that's not that great. Well, that's what I'm looking for, 10 to 12, you know, for a 3K player. It's fine. Get you 4X. He's not helping. He's not hurting you. Probably know a fan. I might have some interest in him as well. So, um, yeah, the tight end position is Hawkinson at the top end. I think that uh, Schultz will be my and and Logan Thomas will be sort of my mid range guys and or my low end guys, and then Goddard and Cole Komet probably in the middle with Cole Komet probably being somebody that I want to pair up with Fields if I'm not using his wide receiver. So, um, yeah, tight end looks pretty decent this week. All right, let's talk wide receiver. And the first thing I'm going to do, uh, we'll go top to bottom. We'll talk these through. And there are some spots I really think we want to get onto and, and pay up for even. So I'm going to see if I can afford some of this. So of course the top Tyree kill, he just keeps doing it. He keeps doing it every week. He's priced up, like I said, to where it's really difficult for him to hurt you. If you don't play him 90 to 20 to 36, 40 ish fantasy points, he needs to really hurt us, but I'll take a 35. So, I mean, that's what he did against the giants. Expect more of the same here. Uh, He's just really good, and he's always going to be in play for me. 
Cooper Cup, you know, comes back and is just back to his old self. Uh, again, he's priced at 9K. I think it's a little too much to handle. Um, and Chase, does it feel Chasey or we chase it with Chase? I think yes. As long as, as long as, um, where is he? As long as T. Higgins remains out, Chase is just going to, they're going to have to rely on him. They're going to have to lean heavy. They don't have anybody else to throw to, really. So I'm going to plug in Chase as my first spot in this lineup. I really like him at home here. I like the Seattle Cincinnati game environment in general. Let's see, we got 4,200 left. So this is going to be a problem, right? Um, we're spending too much. We're probably going to have to deal with that at the tight end position, which means we may need to switch this up. Um, but we do have fields in the lineup. So Continuing on and just kind of going through the position group here, you know, cup too expensive. Adams, eh. Um, Puka, eh, at that price, right? Uh, AJ Brown, fine, but probably somebody I'm only going to use with Hertz. Don't know if Amon Ra's going to play. Don't know if uh, Waddle really, it's been Hill for the most part. Waddle got some action last week. So I think as Waddle gets worked in more, maybe we'll see Hill a little less. Mike Evans, I don't know what his injury status is, but if he's out, I'm interested. Godwin priced up a little bit. Let's see what he did last week. Yeah, expect elevated targets for Godwin, of course, if Evans is out. So he will be in my mix for sure. Ridley in the mix with your Trevor Lawrence lineups. I'm going to get to the players that I'm really excited about. Um, yeah, here we go. DJ Moore. So if I'm playing fields, I really want DJ Moore in that lineup. Now, the way this construction is coming together, probably can't do it. So I'm going to have to switch this one up. I don't think I could play Chase as my high-end guy in a Fields lineup with more in it. As you can see here, it just doesn't work. Or I'd have to deal with the tight end. So we'll continue to look at this. But with 3K left, I can't actually make a lineup like this. So we've got to sacrifice one or the other. I'm going to pull Chase for now. And we'll go with some other wide receivers, but I'm perfectly happy to also go Cole Komet here with Chase and drop DJ Moore. So there's a lot of different ways to build this week um, based on some of these really good spots. There's a lot more really good spots coming up. So um, again, I have to get rid of Chase, but just to continue to talk this through, Wilson, no, Thielen's too expensive at this point. Cooper, bad matchup. Jacoby Myers is playable here at 5,800. I have no problem plugging him right in he just looks really good every single week um he's been you know 10 12 and 10 targets this is with a healthy Devante, so i'm fine with jacoby myers he will absolutely be in my player pool but the one i'm of course going to plug in here is addison and jordan addison makes a lot of sense in this fields lineup bring back with addison no justin jefferson i'm about at 5700 priced him up a little bit but um not too bad and, he, you know, he got you nine targets last week, 18 fantasy points. I'm about it. I love this um, approach this week. All right, continuing on down the list, let's see what's the story with Nico Collins. I'm not seeing a Q tag on him. I guess it was just Dell that was banged up, which if that's the case, I really love Nico Collins in this matchup. I mean, he's going to see a tough uh, defender against the Saints. He's going to see Marshawn Lattimore, and maybe that's not the best spot. But I just think with no Tank Dell, he might get peppered with targets. So I have to think about him. Christian Kirk in play. Marquise Brown, big week last week, certainly in play. KJ Osborne at 4,400. 
can we double down on pieces from the Vikings in this game? I'm not going to do it in this lineup, but I want to mention him because I do think he's in a very good spot. Um, if we don't play Chase, I think the way to go, though, would be to plug in Boyd. Again, this all assumes that T. Higgins is out. So, But I like Boyd in there if Higgins is out. It's just a standalone piece for 4600 Reasonable price. He got seven targets last week. That's what you're looking for out of Boyd. If he gets me another seven targets, I'm happy. With Boyd, you know, seven targets could lead to not much, and it could lead to a smash. All right, let's jump back over to tight end. And again, we started this off with Hawkinson in there. If I plug in Hawkinson, I got 4,100 left, which means we're going to have to super punt this last spot. I'm not quite ready. Oh, here we go. Josh. Ooh, I like Josh Downs uh, with, um, I like Josh Downs here with Gardner Minshew at the helm for the Colts. So I, I actually like this lineup, but I just want to show some different iterations of it. Since we have Addison and more, I don't need to play Hawkinson. So I could do Boyd Hawkinson down. Downs, that's fine. Or we can go down at tight end where I normally like to be. I don't like to spend up at tight end, especially not early in the week. We're not sure. Plug in Logan Thomas, uh, Logan Thomas and upgrade one or both of these spots. So this will get us up to, you know, Waddle, Amon, Ross St. Brown. Can we get to Chase? What if I go to Chase? Oh, man. I was hoping I could squeeze Chase in there. That's not going to really work. So I still kind of want to figure out a way to do this with Chase in there. Let's see here. No offense, maybe. Right there. Oh, man. It almost got us there. I needed 4,100 for either for downs. I don't like this, this zone here. So going to have to look at that as the week progresses. But I, I do think we'll be able to do this type of lineup with a Jamar Chase in there as well. But given this amount of salary that we have um, remaining. I'm going to go back and just plug in. I'm going to go downs here. And then at 8,200 in the flex, we could pretty much do whatever we want. Puka, uh, AJ Brown, Waddle. You know, there's a lot of, this is a lot of options. I'm actually going to go up and plug in Logan Thomas instead. And actually we'll leave 7,700 for the flex and to plug in effectively whoever we want. Maybe I'll plug in. Yeah, here we go. How about, Montgomery here in this spot. So I like that. We've got 400 left for the defense. We can upgrade it. Um, we can just go to one of these other ones that look a little better here. We go to Lions at Tampa. There we go. And actually, Mon so let's take a look at this final lineup here. We got Fields to DJ Moore, Stack, bring back on Addison. I've got Josh Downs in here as a standalone bargain play. But this could have been upgraded to KJ Osborne if I wanted to double up the bringbacks. Logan Thomas, nice standalone tight end play. Smash last week. We got Kyron Williams, um, volume against the, the Cardinals, bad rush defense. We've got Raheem Mostert, smash play against the Panthers here. And then, of course, a stack of Montgomery and Lions defense against Tampa. This is a beautiful lineup for the first look. A lot of exciting potential builds this week a lot of great i mean i love weeks when i'm pretty confident at running back because then we just switch up these wide receivers tight ends kind of mix it up at, at qb and hopefully take down a tournament this week good luck everybody we'll be back of course with all of the nfl week six content um here on the dfs army youtube channel make sure you subscribe to the channel and of course 
Do the free month offer at DFS Army. Get that free month of VIP. See what it's all about. All right, we'll see you guys next time.